As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. Here's Johnny. Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry. I'm the king of the world. You Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today the hunters become the hunted with Hulu's Prey. Why do you want to hunt? Because you all think that I can't. I saw a sign in the sky. I'm ready. There's something out there. I'm coming with you. You can't. I'm trying to protect you. Protect me from what? It knows how to hunt. I know how to survive. Whatever did this, I can kill it. origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, a skilled warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved Predators to land on Earth. Written by the team of Dan Trachtenberg and Patrick Asen and directed by Dan Trachtenberg, Prey stars Amber Midthunder as Naru, Dakota Beavers as Tabe, Dane DeLigro as the Predator, Stormy Kip as Wasabi, and features Michelle Thrush, Julian Black Antelope, Stephanie Mathias, and Bennett Taylor. Now before we get rolling here, it is worth noting that this review is highly biased. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Predator is one of my favorite all-time movies. If it bleeds... We can kill it. It combined a covert jungle military operation with a terrifying new creature with incredible feats and a simple flaw. That amazing film was then followed by a number of sequels that all tried to live up to the original, only to fall farther and farther away. But with Prey, we get a prequel, so to speak, and we get a world that wasn't powered by gunpower, but by true hunting. The Comanche Nation against a primitive version of one of the universe's greatest hunters. And holy crap did it deliver. Visually, this movie looks great. The Predator was almost entirely practical, which leads to some incredible action sequence and some real tense moments. Acting-wise, it was a little bit choppy at times, but that didn't pull me out of the movie too much. In fact, it was refreshing to see an entire cast of relatively unknown actors getting a chance to shine in a gigantic franchise like The Predator. But where this movie really shines is in its simplicity. Predator 2 and beyond all tried so hard to become some science fiction horror action movie with a little touch of comedy I thrown in there. And hey, the more Predators, the better, right? This movie instead stuck with the single predator with somewhat balanced weaponry actively learning about earth and the creatures that make up the natural order of things all tucked into a very neat 99 minutes prey is not a perfect film but watching it at home and cleaning up a franchise that had always been trying to play catch up this movie was absolutely a ton of fun for me and i give prey an a Well, the weather is looking great, and so should you. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! 
Let's get into movie news you can use and let's start it off with some upcoming projects. It has been confirmed by Universal and DreamWorks Animation that Kung Fu Panda 4 starring Jack Black is on its way and it will release on March 8th of 2024. No directors have been currently lined up, but the franchise's fourth installment will follow the further adventures of Wide-Eyed Po in ancient China, whose love of Kung Fu is matched only by an insatiable appetite. In casting news, Deadline is reporting that Emily Blunt is set to star alongside Ryan Gosling in a feature adaptation of the 1980s classic series The Fall Guy. David Leitch is signed on to direct and will produce alongside Kelly McCormick through their 87 North production banner. The Fall Guy series was created by Glenn Larson and ran from 1981 to 1986 on ABC. Lee Majors starred as Colt Seavers, a Hollywood stuntman who moonlit as a bounty hunter. Using his physical skills and knowledge of stunt effects, he traveled around the country capturing fugitives and criminals. As of now, it hasn't been confirmed which each actor will be playing, but Fall Guy does have a release date set for March 1st of 2024. Wayfarer Studios and Bandai Namco Entertainment have confirmed that a live-action Pac-Man movie is currently entering production. Pac-Man was released by the Japanese video game company Bandai Namco Entertainment in 1980 and was previously featured in a Saturday morning cartoon series from Hanna-Barbera called Pac-Man, which aired on ABC from 1982 to 1983. He also starred in the CG animated series Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, which aired on Disney XD in 2013. The live-action Pac-Man movie hails from an original concept by Chuck Williams, who did Sonic the Hedgehog, who will produce with Tim Kwok through Lightbeam Entertainment. As of now, no cast or director has officially been announced. Over in the rumor mill, Paul W.S. Anderson, best known for his Resident Evil film series, was recently asked during the 25th anniversary of Event Horizon if he would make another full-bodied horror film. The director told Variety, quote, Absolutely, I would. I'm actually planning to do a kind of straight horror movie in the near future. It's something I've always been interested in. My career has gone more in an action direction, but it's always been kind of a scary action. I've always tried to get some great jumps, even in the PG-13 movies I've made, but I'd like to embrace doing a more full-on horror movie, absolutely. One that works more on a psychological level, a return to what Event Horizon was. Event Horizon is a 1997 science fiction horror that was set in 2047. It followed a crew of astronauts sent on a rescue mission after a missing ship, the Event Horizon, spontaneously appears in orbit around Neptune. Searching the ship for signs of life, they learn that the Event Horizon was a testbed for an experimental engine that created a rift in the space-time continuum and left our universe entirely, allowing a malevolent force to possess it. The gateway is open, and you are all coming with me. Aubrey Plaza was asked about the opportunity to star in the upcoming Tomb Raider reboot after director Edgar Wright mistook Plaza for the iconic character on the cover of Movie Maker magazine. Word got out about the misinterpretation, and fans voiced their support for Plaza to raid some tombs. During an interview with Newsweek, Plaza said, quote, Look, I have no idea what the future holds for me, but I love it. It was so funny when he texted me that because I didn't realize how strikingly similar those photos are. Emily is carrying a purse strap and Lara Croft has a gun holster. Those are very different, but it's very weird and totally accidental, but I'll take it. She added, I love action movies, and I don't discriminate against big movies or small movies. I love all kinds of movies. I would love if it somehow turned into a real thing, but who knows? I have no idea. That's an iconic character. She's the original badass. Director Chad Stileski, whose upcoming project is based on the PlayStation video game Ghosts of Tsushima, was recently asked about Collider about his upcoming project. He said, quote, honestly, it's probably the same thing that would scare the shit out of most people. It's a fantasy period piece. It's done with reverence to Akira Kusawa, who's probably in the top 
top five biggest influences of my life as far as film goes. It's a chance to push technology and people in a story that's timeless. It's your typical mythology story of good versus evil, finding a man, watching him change the world, or the world changes him. It's all the Joseph Campbell stuff that you'd love in a story. Stileski went on to express his desire to shoot the movie entirely in Japanese with an all-Japanese cast. He said, quote, it's character-driven, it's got an opportunity for great action, great looks, and honestly, we'd try to do it all in character, meaning it's a Japanese thing about the Mongols invading Tsushima Island, a complete Japanese cast in Japanese. Sony is so on board with backing us on that. I've been going to Japan since I was 16. I have a love of the country, love of the people, love of the language, to try to direct not only in my language, but someone else's, and culturally shift my mindset to bring apart that in a cool way that still entices a Western audience. While playing the Ghost of Tsushima game, you do have the option to play the game in Japanese with English subtitles, or in a completely Akira Kurosawa design. Following Warner Brother Discovery's cancellation of the upcoming Batgirl movie starring Leslie Grace, the studio has confirmed that Leslie Grace could potentially reprise her role in upcoming DC projects. New Warner Brothers Pictures Group chiefs Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi are said to be seeking to mend fences with Leslie Grace and are entertaining the possibility of having her return. Variety adds that the choice will likely ultimately be up to whoever ends up overseeing the entire DC universe for the studio. When it was announced that the Batgirl movie would not be released, Leslie Grace took to Instagram to respond, quote, On the heels of the recent news about our movie Batgirl, I am proud of the love, hard work, and intention all of our incredible cast and tireless crew put into this movie over seven months in Scotland. I feel blessed to have worked among absolute greats and forged relationships for a lifetime in the process. To every Batgirl fan, thank you for the love and belief, allowing me to take on the cape and become, as Bab said it best, my own damn hero, Batgirl for life. Over at Netflix, it was confirmed that we will be getting a season four of the very popular series Love, Death, and Robots. Each episode of Love, Death, and Robots varies in length, but tends to hit hard by exploring weighted themes. The series also features an impressive list of directors, animation studios, and voice acting talent, with creatives like Tim Miller, David Fincher, Jennifer Miller, Joshua Donan, and Jennifer U. Nelson executive producing the series, also lending their talent to select episodes. Voice talent has included Joel McHale, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Topher Grace, John DiMaggio, Elodie Young and Chris Parnell. And finally, we once again end on sad news. Actress Anne Heche has been declared brain dead and under California law, legally dead. Heche was involved in a high-speed vehicle accident that ended up leaving her in a coma with multiple burns. Her body was being kept alive on a ventilator while medical professionals determine which of Miss Heche's organs would be available to donate. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, it knows how to hunt, but I know how to survive. <laughs>